Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. The Quilt of Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The programme is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Wanna be a real full woman, yeah, and live. Like a real full woman, every day. And I wanna make love like a real full woman.
Oh, good morning. You're listening to the Quilted Bananas radio show here on Access Radio 106.1 FM. And we started there with um, a song by Sinead O'Connor called How About I Be Me. Well, thank you for joining us this morning on um, the Quilted Bananas uh, radio show. Um, I'm Karen, and uh, on our tech-in this morning is... Debbie Stevens. Good morning, everyone. Great to have you here, Debbie. And I was just thinking this morning about... um, I know that we often do the show together, and suddenly I thought, we've got a Karen and a Debbie doing the show. And in this current time, being a Karen or a Debbie... It can come have its challenges. <laughs> you just soldier on. <laughs> we should do a show about that because I think it's just it's been interesting how those names have just taken on this whole other life of what it means to be a Karen or a Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're still keeping the keeping it cool in this studio on the Call to Bananas show. This this Karen and Debbie. Um, so we're here with you this morning until 11, um, and uh, the show today is was a bit of a sporty, well, a bit of a sporty theme and a bit of a kind of water theme, um, because uh, we have this morning um, an interview with Annie from Different Strokes Swimming, um, and so we've uh, chosen a few songs this morning uh, to, to coincide with that topic, um, and so our songs this morning are chosen, uh, or a few of them are chosen around um, swimming and water, and that also works well, I think, this weekend after yesterday's downpour and maybe today as well so I hope everybody's enjoying the show tucked up at home and keeping warm and dry um and I'm glad that you made it in as well Debbie this morning because you think you probably had to battle some uh floods and slips and things just one lot of flooding at Petoni so not too bad yeah yeah it's pretty the the workers that have been out there cleaning the roads have done an awesome job yeah Yeah, they certainly have. I kind of drove past a few um, areas this morning that have had to be cordoned off and they've kind of opened up the road so that we can get around. Um, but yeah, so so anyway, coincidentally, the water theme is um, is what we're doing for, for today's show. So we will start with, or have another song, um, and after that we'll then um, have a listen to the interview with Annie from Different Strokes. Um, oh, I forgot to say as well, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch on our Facebook page. Um, and later in the show, I'll uh, give out the phone number as well if you wanted to call in. Uh, there is an interactive segment later on where I want um, suggestions for a song for the next show, but we'll, we'll come on to that later. Um, but for now, we will have a song by Emmy the Great. Um, Emmy the Great is an artist that I play quite a number of songs of um, on my shows. But this song is uh, p- chosen specifically for this morning and our topic around swimming. Um, and this song is called Swimming Pool. <laughs> oh, we're just having a slight technical error getting this. Um, oh, there you go. There must be water in the... Uh, there must be water in the... Technology. <laughs> in the mouth. Straight line in the sky 
Oh, and there you go. That was uh, Swimming Pool by Emmy the Great. Um, that was a, I liked, enjoyed that. That was a good chilled out song for Sunday morning. Um, and as we say, the uh, we are having a bit of a swimming theme this morning. And so um, we're now going to hear an interview uh, that we recorded um, last week with Annie from Different Strokes Swimming. Um, so uh, we'll um, play you that interview now and then be back with some more swimming-related music afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
so I'm here with um, Annie from Different Strokes Women. So thank you for coming to join us today, Annie. Uh, thank, thanks, Karen, and th thanks for having me on to talk about what probably is my favourite subject, uh, our wee rainbow swimming club in Wellington called Different Strokes Wellington. That's awesome. I like it when it's your favourite subject, because um, then that makes for a good, a good chat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably regularly bore people to death at parties talking about swimming, but um, yeah, so I guess a good opportunity to have a have a chat to a wider audience today. So thanks for having us along. No, that's great. And thanks for, yeah, thanks for coming along. Um, so you described it then at, as, I think you said, your We um, Different Strokes Swimming Group. So um, yeah, can you just tell us more just generally about the group? Because I, I, I think I've been in Wellington for a few years and I know it's been around for a little while, but I don't know much about the group. So, yeah, what can you just tell us about about different strokes swimming? Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so different strokes Wellington, or, or DSW for short, um, is Wellington's uh, LGBTI plus or rainbow, as I like to call it, uh, swimming club. Um, and I guess. Um, we're a group of individuals um, that come together twice a week on a Monday and a Thursday um, for a coached uh, swimming session. So uh, one session is at a local pool, Kilburnie, uh, and the other session um, is a closed session um, at Wellington Girls East. So we hire the whole pool so there's no, no one else there. Um, and they're... Um, it's not, not really a conscious choice, it's just probably more around laying bookings. It's quite hard to get uh, um, individual laying bookings. Um, so we have a website with all the information around the sessions, what to expect. Um, and so I guess the goal is really for us to have an inclusive and um, safe space for the rainbow community to come together and, and swim. So got probably quite a range of people that come uh, which is really great um, and I guess we have our own kind of yeah community swimming community within that so um, you know we have rainbow people that happen to swim uh, and maybe um, it's more social aspect for them and I guess um, we might have people at the other end of the spectrum who've uh, grown up swimming a lot and uh, want to uh, engage with the rainbow community we've had people that are coming coming out for the first time and so maybe that's a safe space for them to uh, yeah. connect with the community so I guess our goal is really about having everyone having a positive experience um, and uh, the, the sessions are coached so we have a coach yeah. that uh, tries to um, guide us and give us technique and help us improve and give us a little plan of what we're trying to work on each session um, so um, I think uh, that can be quite daunting. So I would say like we do take beginners, but if you're like a total beginner to the swimming, you probably might want to have a few lessons, just kind of get to the point where you could do a few lengths um, before coming to the group. Um, but uh, within our group, we, we try to accommodate everybody. So that's probably the kind of uh, key thing uh, that I would like to get across. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, um, cause I, I imagine that it can feel um well I know like as a kind of a bit of a swimmer that it does feel quite daunting to come along and not know what everyone's ability is um and so you kind of saying yeah you do try and kind of cater for all all swimming abilities so if people want to come along partly because it's a rainbow group um then that kind of yeah that that, that you welcome that as well 
Yeah, so it's not a competitive swimming group. Yeah. So that, yeah. there are competitive people there just by the very nature of people. But yeah. the, the goal is us not to have a really competitive swimming group. So if you are looking to take your swimming to the next level, then there's plenty of other groups that you can join uh, in, in Wellington. I guess ours is really more around trying to have an inclusive platform um, for all people um, to, to come together. Um, so I know, like myself, um, I joined, I'd, I'd arrived in Wellington and didn't know anyone, did a bit of swimming, was kind of wanting to connect with uh, other lesbians and but was kind of not really into the whole drinking scene and so uh, I actually listened to an interview done by our president Richard Arnott um, oh. and um, was kind of really impressed by just uh, yeah he, he seemed really gentle and kind and I thought oh um, sounds really good but also I was still quite nervous like the thought of a swimming group or formalized squad if you're not from a swimming background it just probably sounds pretty yeah. hideous and um, the way that I got involved is I volunteered and um, so we have a competition every year um, where we um, have a little swimming competition with uh, the Auckland um, Rainbow Swimming Team Tams and so I just went down as a volunteer just to kind of check everybody out um, we've had stories of people coming down at Kill Bernie on a Monday night and just swimming in the lane next door to us oh, just I to bet. yeah yeah um, so do like fully appreciate even from my own experience that it's um, you never quite know what you're signing up for and so it is good to set it out so I would say to people if they're interested um, the other way is to probably just um, contact us through the web page and say that you're interested um, we'd be happy to meet people for coffees and just kind of talk you through in more details um, what you're signing up for. I think the first sessions are free, so um, you can just come out along and, and suss it out. So um, we have kind of normally about maybe six at our lowest numbers and maybe up to 15 towards our highest numbers. Um, and oh, it yeah. kind of flows um, depending on winter, summer, um, yeah people coming and going um, sometimes you might get visitors people that are coming just to visit Wellington or come along and join in as well yeah and it sounds like a really kind of inclusive space an inclusive rainbow space and does it tend to be um, I think in other conversations we've had you mentioned is it does it tend to be mostly men or kind of is it like what does the kind of mix of, of people yeah, so it does vary, um, but I would say it's predominantly gay men. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, but it's that's just the way it kind of works yeah, out. Yeah. Um, I think at the moment we've probably about got about uh, three to five women um, that uh, come down. Um, yeah. and again, it varies a bit week to week, um, but I would say there's normally um, at least one or two um, uh, uh, women that would be yeah. part of the group. Um, and we've got quite a mix of ages as well. So again, tends to possibly be a bit older, but we've also recently had um, some uh, people in their 20s and 30s coming down. So I, th I think the kind of key thing is we just want everybody to feel comfortable yeah. and to um, be themselves. Um, and we always make a real effort to try and welcome uh, new people. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, so if anyone's interested, I would just uh, really encourage them to come along and, and check it out yeah yeah that sounds great and it's um interesting isn't it because 
you know, of all the sports, obviously swimming in some ways can be the hardest for people to come to, you know, because of the nature of wearing your togs and kind of just that, you know, what that feels like to go along when maybe you don't know people. And um, so uh, that's great to know that there is a kind of safe space like that. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, we see this um, the kind of rainbow swimming movements international. So there's yeah. um, rainbow swimming clubs in Australia, America, and there's actually an international yeah. um, uh, lesbian gay swimming association that's like really active. Oh, have, okay. yeah. um, competitions every year so you can uh, if you get really into it you can travel um but i would say predominantly it's um more gay men um than gay women um and i guess um when i talk to people about this because i do know there's lots of queer women out there that swim yeah. really they're in a very they're in the kind of competitive end but just in the kind of weekend warriors have a go which is probably yeah. where i put myself um i think you know you do I think it's absolutely totally normal for people to feel really conscious of their bodies um, in the swimming costume. Um, yeah. I would say that I would probably make most people look small. So I'm five foot ten. I weigh probably nearly a hundred kgs on a size eighteen swimming costume. So um, and um, has taken a bit. So I think the more that I swim, the more that I'm in my togs, the less it, it bothers me. Yeah. Um, but I used to kind of consciously think, well, if I can just get in my togs and get to the pool, actually once you're in the pool, um, you become less conscious and it's pretty obvious that no one can really tell people's body yeah. shapes and sizes. So I think um, that's something that can feel a bit daunting, but I would mm. um, encourage everybody to see if you can kind of get past that because, um, you know, water's really cool. It's, you know, it's like an all over body hug and some great friendships that you can make through swimming. Um, and I just kind of, yeah, it's very freeing. So, you know, um, one of my uh, favorite songs by Courtney Bartnett, Aqua Propunda, is, um, you know, much refers swimming to running. And so I suppose when we're thinking about exercise and mental health and just yeah. trying to um, think about ways that we can all kind of engage positively with exercise Swim, swimming really um can accommodate people even if you're doing no exercise you can still yeah. swim great place to start it's often really quite um you know not too harsh on your joints and yeah. you can always stop when you get to the end of the lane you don't have to keep oh, going yes. Always yeah. a bonus. That's the kind of swimming <laughs> that I I really enjoy swimming but I am a stop at the end of the lane every quite regularly and have a little chat. Yeah. So um, and I guess probably one of the other things I try to explain to people, because when you think so, I guess, um, you know, not not everybody is really into group activity. And so they mm. probably think, well, you know, swimming in a group might feel a bit pressured mm. to keep up with people. Um, yeah. But I guess the flip side to that is it's often quite hard to motivate yourself when you go to the pool by yourself. And so um, this kind of I do really enjoy swimming with others. Obviously, it's quite funny because it's like antisocial in that you can't actually talk to people while you're swimming. But um, in between your little swimming sets, you can only um, have a wee chat and encourage each yeah. other on. Um, and I, th I think you do feel like, um, you know, you do try to keep, you know, in your lane with the people. So, you know, um, probably provide a bit of extra kind of motivation, I suppose, swinging, swimming with a group. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you 
that sounds Very great. Very Olympic swimmers would swim by themselves. They'll always be swimming with a group. Um, so yeah, because you do like, yeah, that for any sport to kind of have that motivation of other people around you. And yeah, yeah. So that's, that, yeah, so that's great. The kind of social side as well. Do you do any particular events during, say, the Pride Festival and things like that? Yeah, so um, DSW normally um, uh, marches in the parade when we have one on. Yep. Um, and normally um, part of Rainbow Wellington um, sports stall. So they're normally at, um, out in the city or out in the park. There's normally a few people down there um, kind of, um, yeah, ready to kind of engage with people if, if they're interested. Um, but that's probably the main thing. And so then once yep. a year, um, we have our little kind of friendly competition with Auckland uh, swim group. So sometimes that's um, in Wellington, we'd kind of alternate, alternate years and other times it's up in Auckland and we try and tie that in with the um, um, the Pride event uh, up there. So um, we're quite good friends, I would say, with the Auckland swimmers. Um, so yeah, kind of um, often, you know, if we're in different cities, we're kind of yeah. a bit of a their community. Yeah. Um, and then a few of us, um, Last year we went to Melbourne, so this was part of the um, yearly uh, International Lesbian and Gay Aquatics um, swim meet, and it sounds quite serious, wow. but yeah, essentially what you do is you just put in your time, so it doesn't matter if you're really slow, because you're just swimming with people of your time, um, so you can enter, so it's still like a swimming competition, or well, sounds quite serious, but um, essentially you just write down what you want to enter, and then... Um, people from all around the world come to these events so it's actually there's a great. bit of also quite a lot of social um that goes goes along with it yeah oh that sounds rude I've not um known come across a sporting event like that where you kind of just get to say well this is kind of my speed or this is you know this is what I do so just then put them with people that are a similar similar level similar speed to you or whatever yeah so um the Igla competitions, are, they have one a year and then every fourth year we go to the gay games. Um, oh, yeah. So that's all about, um, so, you know, with, with anything, you get a huge range of abilities. And so it's all about, um, you know, um, kind of personal best. And so, um, you know, you have uh, people that might not even have access to swimming pools, say, coming from Uganda in Africa, that would literally be just trying to get to the end of the pool through to people that obviously are very competitive swimmers. Yeah. and then everybody in between so um yeah it's just really wherever you're at um yeah yeah oh that's great and do does the group ever do any so you're in a swimming uh, the two sessions a week that you mentioned are in swimming pools um do you do any open water swimming because i noticed that this time of year there's some some, some crazy swimming going on out there yeah so um yeah so I um, got into open water swimming through a friend from uh, DSW was like, hey, I want to give this a go. We, we, yeah. Do you want to have a go as well? And so um, a few of us from DSW do do open water swimming on the weekends. Okay. Um, again, that involves quite a lot of social aspects. So we swim, we get cold, we sit in the spa pool and then we go for breakfast. Um, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really just swimming, but it's quite social. Um yeah, but there's um, there's there's loads of open water swimming that's going on in New Zealand, and there's loads of groups um, in Wellington. We don't have a specific, I suppose, rainbow group, but you know, yeah, I'd always yeah. need to start one if people yeah. 
to get involved. Um, but a few of us from DSW swim on a weekend. Sometimes um, we'll just go for a casual swim in the pool and sometimes we'll do, do an open water swim uh, on a Sunday morning. So um, yeah, there's lots of options out there that also can be like really daunting when you first try swimming in the open water. It's just often continuously thinking about sharks and things that might want to eat you but again as you get your confidence and it's great to swim with people um because that really helps kind of keep, keep you calm and also um kind of give you lots of tips as you as you go along um yeah that's great thank you so um if people are interested hopefully um we'll get you a few more people along um they obviously can look on the website and get more details there. Um, they can just turn up to one of the sessions. Yeah, I would say if you if you're thinking about um, coming down, maybe um, there's a administrator on the website, so maybe just flick us an email. Say um, if you're coming down, if you have any special requirements or particular things that you're worried about, then we can kind of address them in advance of the session. Um, otherwise, people are free to come to any of the sessions. You can just kind of rock up um, and. Um, the way that we kind of pay for the sessions um, normally the first one is free and then we work out a kind of payment system um which i won't try to explain because i'll probably get it all oh, wrong yeah. okay <laughs> um yeah um, okay and which night i think you mentioned where you meet um but which nights or which days are the what are the two sessions so on the monday nights is at kilburnie and we just have yeah. kind of two lanes and faster and a slower lane um yeah. and then so um probably less scope for kind of different ranges of abilities but then on a Thursday night um we're at Wellington Girls East School they actually have a place called the Aqua Dome so we hire the whole place so at the back of the school there's like six lanes um so um it's probably a bit more scope and we have a few people that just kind of rock up and do their own thing yeah. and then we obviously have our coach and so if you want to follow a specific program he'll kind of take you through that um yeah yeah so we might only have at the moment like two or three people in each lane so there's plenty of room yeah. if you're about hanging into people um or if you just kind of want to come along and swim up and down do your own thing and um, the scope scope for that as well on a Thursday night yep oh that sounds great I might even give it a try myself as long as there is a little bit of chatting at the end of the lane so that's uh yeah once a month we have a social and um, so the yeah. first Thursday of the month um we go out into town for a, a bite to eat and um, just kind of to get to know each other a little bit and um, so yeah if you're wanting to kind of meet people uh first Thursday of the month would probably be the best session to come along to oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, thank you. That's been awesome. And you mentioned a song um, while you were talking. So um, can, we will play the song. Um, so if you want to just, can you remember it? The one that you mentioned? Yeah, you will. Yeah. So yeah, if you just tell us again, which song, and then we will play that song for you. Awesome. Um, so the song is Aqua Profunda by um fellow lesbian Courtney Barnett, although she is Australian, but we'll forgive her for that, yeah. Brilliant, thank you very much. You're so not the sounds really you're inclusive. just not sounds... very smart. These things will never leave you, they're as close as you can get to a blueprint for the future, but you can call it fate. It's like these days I have to write down almost every thought I've held. So scared I am becoming of forgetting how it felt. And these fears, they will unravel me one day But still I am afraid But I'm blessed Just to be, more or less Standing in the afterglow 
Courtney Barnett um, and that song was chosen by Annie from Different Strokes Swimming um, and great timing as well because I think Courtney Barnett was playing in Wellington um, just last week I believe I didn't get there myself but um, I heard it was a great gig now um, we do have a little bit more of the interview with Annie um, whilst recording it I had a slight hiccup where my puppy came into the room and disrupted the recording so we've kind of got to to um, uh, this last bit is just a, a separate bit from the other uh, main bulk of the interview. Um, so we'll just uh, play these last couple of minutes of the interview for you. But you've got some great um, stuff going on there. And I just wondered how the group supports um, trans people to also be included in, in, the, in the swimming meet up. Uh, thanks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, every, everybody is welcome. And I guess um, we just like to kind of really 
probably reach out to the trans community and make sure that they uh, are aware that this group is very inclusive and includes um, their um, themselves. Um, so um, I guess I would just encourage people to come along if you have specific requirements. I know that the whole changing, um, getting changed, getting changed into swimming costume can feel really uh, overwhelming for people. So I guess if you feeling really, if, if that's the main thing that's stopping you coming, then I would just kind of uh, encourage you to reach out and we can help um, see if we can make that um, um, a positive experience for you. Um, but I guess kind of the key thing would be that we're a safe space for everybody and we want to try and support people to get into swimming. So um, yeah, just reach out and we'll work through with you um, any things that you think might be a barrier or anything that's really worrying you or, or stopping you coming along. That's great. Thank you. Ah. Oh. And um, yeah, so thanks to Annie for the um, interview. I've put a link on our um, Quarter Bananas Facebook page uh, to the Different Strokes Swimming um, webpage. So that if you're interested in getting in touch with them or learning a bit more about them, then um, yeah, you can follow the link there. Um, so I did, I did enjoy kind of um, doing that interview, and I was just particularly liked Annie's description of swimming being an all-over body hug. What a great! a great way of describing it um you are listening to the quilted bananas radio show on access radio 106.1 fm um we're here with you every sunday morning from 10 until 11 so speaking with annie did get me kind of thinking a bit more about um I guess queer sport, which is a, a huge topic, um, and more specifically, kind of swimming in particular, um, and kind of the some of the challenges around getting involved in something like an activity like swimming um, for uh, many people um, and for lesbians, and um, and also the importance of having those role models there um, in all sorts of activities and areas of our lives, um, and I then kind of stumbled on um, an article by um, Martha McCabe, who is a, a Canadian Olympic swimmer. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read you a bit of her thoughts on, on, on this. So Canadian Olympic swimmer Martha McCabe came out as lesbian in an interview um, telling the CBC TV network she did it to encourage closeted girls and women to dive in too. I want to be an example to young female swimmers and help ones who are struggling with this so they can see it's normal. Um, she also said that parents need to recognise that this needs to be normalised. Kids don't see this everywhere and when you don't see it, it becomes a hurdle you have to get over. McCabe told um, CBC that in her eight years as a swimmer on the Canadians' national team, she never felt attracted to women, but believed it might have been different had lesbian athletes been more commonplace and as accepted. She figured she had at least ten teammates who identified as LGBTQ+, but almost all were men. I think because there haven't really been any superstars in the sport publicly come out as lesbian and advocate for women in the LGBTQ plus space, it makes it more challenging to realise these things about yourself. I think because I didn't see it in people I looked up to, the thought never crossed my mind. I didn't question the norms society had built around me. I didn't even realise there was something to question. For me, swimming was the world, said McCabe. 
Sure, I probably knew a couple of lesbians outside of swimming, but I was barely paying attention to my life outside of swimming. The people I looked up to were in swimming. The people I was constantly surrounded by and given my full attention to were in swimming. I think if there had been an out lesbian within that circle, someone I could have potentially looked up to, it would have been normalised a little bit more. I think because there haven't really been any superstars in the sport publicly come out and advocate, it does make it more challenging to realise these things about yourself. Although she marched as an ally um, with the Canadian Olympic Committee in Toronto's 2019 Pride Parade, she just celebrated her first Pride Month as a member of the LGBTQ plus community online with her girlfriend. I was single for a long time and although I never felt lonely or like I was missing anything, I'm now very grateful and happy to have a partner who I really want to spend time enjoying all of life's activities with. McCabe has the support of the man she strode alongside in London for her first Olympic Games in 2012, Mark Tewksbury, the Olympic champion swimmer who is now a director of the COC as well as a vocal advocate for gay rights since coming out publicly in 1998. Obviously Martha is not the first one I've ever known of women who were members of the community but very private about it, Tewksbury told the CBC. I'm realising how unfortunate that is. Even some Olympic medalists, I think they could have been a really good role model for Martha. This is so important, Martha sharing her story. I don't know how many women have ever been on the national team and have publicly identified as part of the LGBTQ plus community. It's great. It starts a whole different level of conversation. Hopefully at places across the country, hopefully in places across the country that need it. After retiring, McCabe found Head to Head, founded Head to Head, a mentorship company that connects with youth with Olympians. She said inclusion is a topic Olympians are encouraged to discuss with the goal of helping young people build inclusive environments in all the spaces they occupy. Young people need to be able to see themselves in the people they look up to, she said. We need minority voices from different races, sexualities, gender identities, etc. Be bold enough to speak out to share and to be themselves publicly so that younger generations can see they are not alone and that you can be successful despite your differences. And I just found that because it was a reminder to me of um, the importance of there being visibility in all spaces. And so we'll always be encouraged, you know, hoping that there will be plenty of visibility in sport in general. Um, but actually what she's also saying is when your world is so... In, enmeshed in one particular activity for example swimming you've kind of got to see those uh, role models there as well um, and so I just thought that was an interesting perspective on uh, again there's just the importance of visibility and that we're still um, working towards that so although many you know um, much progress has been made um, it's still so important that we've got people who do feel they can come out and be visible in every community in every area of our lives so to finish our little segment on on swimming on queer swimming um we do have a track uh called wild swimming so i did have a bit of a chat to annie about that um about getting out there in the um open water and especially this time of year um but the this track is wild swimming and it's by martha tilston Love 
Wild Swimming by Martha Tilston. Um, you are listening to the Quilted Bananas radio show. We're here. We've got about another 10 minutes with you um, until we finish at 11. Um, next week, uh, tune in to listen to Sean's show. Um, so that's always a great show. So put, pop that in your diaries. Um, and also this show will be available um, to download as a podcast um, on uh, the Access Radio um, webpage, and we'll also put a link up on our Facebook page. So I'll just do a few um, 
events that are going on in and around uh, Wellington um, over the next few weeks. There's lots, always lots going on. Um, but if you're not uh, busy with uh, go, going out swimming, joining the joining the swimming club, uh, there's some other things as well that you can get involved with. Uh, Blondini's drinks at Scotty and Mao's. Um, the next one of those will be on Friday the 23rd of July. Um, and that's always from 5.30. And that's, that's held on the second and fourth Friday of each month. Um, the Tuesdays at Lilac Lounge. So Lilac is open on Tuesday evenings from 6.30. Um, and the next event, oh, the 27th of July, there will be um, oh, Euclid's Sing, uh, sing uh, plus games. Uh, so described as a bit of fun and a strum um, and some songs plus board games for those that might prefer that. Um, and I understand as well that Lilac have an event coming up um, where they're going to be holding uh, a tattoo exhibition um, on the 4th of August. Now, Debbie, I think you might have more information for us about that one. Yep, so we um, originally advertised it for the 25th of July, so it has been moved out to Wednesday the 4th of uh, August. And we're keen to get contributions from a range of women who meet the criteria for membership at Lilac, but you don't have to be a member, just a woman whose primary relationships are with women. Contributions can take the shape of a photograph of your tattoo with a brief story to go with it, just a few sentences. A close-up and personal but discreet physical and showing and telling on the night. Um, sharing stories with other women in the room. So a collage is going to be put together by a group of friends if you want. Um, pictures of tattoos or body art on other people that are meaningfully meaningful for you with a brief comment as to say why. So along with the photos or actual showing of your tattoo, we'd love you to say what it meant to you when you first had it done, what it means to you now, how you have changed since getting your tattoo, what it symbolises, and also think about what impact others ta- other tattoos have had on you. So. If you could send your contributions to lilac.lesbian.net.nz or bring your photos and tattoos along on the night and um, we can always photograph the tattoo on the night and add it to the wall exhibition later on with your permission, of course. So, yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. I think there's, so there's two ways of getting involved. People can either send in a photo and share their yep. own tattoo if they want to have it in the exhibition yep. um, and also going along on the night yep. um, to see the exhibition or you know show your tattoo on the night if that's you know what you prefer to do or whatever but there's two kind of ways to get that sounds great so if you can't make it on the night then yeah we'd love to show off yeah your tattoos and a little bit of story behind it awesome um so that's on the the 4th of august um other events that are happening it's all happening in paikakariki um, so on the 8th of August, there will be the Paikakariki Ramble, which is the Lesbian Overlanding Cafe Club, um, who will be doing their walk there, meeting at 10 o'clock um, in the uh, Perchin Parrot Cafe. Um, and also the occasional drinks and dinner at Finn's Bar in Paikakariki will next be on Friday the 20th of August at 5.30. So you can get in touch uh, with them. Um, All of this information is on the wellington.lesbian.net.nz page. Um, And also in Paikakariki, they will be holding their um, Paikakariki Pride AGM on the 26th of July at 6.30. So uh, if you want to go and get involved with um, 
ideas or helping to support the Paikakaruki Pride, um, then get along to their AGM on the 26th of July and um, see if you can get involved there. So plenty, plenty of things um, going on. So in our last uh, few minutes of the show, um, what I'm going to do is it's a little new feature that we're trying out where we randomly link together two songs um, that, uh, and we try and bring in a bit of a queer kind of link between two usually fairly no- well-known songs. So um, today what we're going to do is um, I'm going to link together Susie Quattro's Can the Can and Four Non Blondes' What's Up. So on the surface you might think there's not much in common with those two, but um, in between songs I'm going to give you a, a, a queer steer towards how each of those songs uh, may vaguely, very vaguely relate to each other. Okay, so sit back and enjoy Can the Can by Susie Quattro. That's why they're called the ways that make you free Cranes are lifting cargo to the sea They are the size the dinosaurs would be Power station shivers, then it weeps Bleeds onto the fields and kills the wheat Harvest comes, but will we ever eat? And shivers, then it leaks And dinosaurs sex led to nothing Sex led to nothing And maybe I will 
future when I sleep. The sky splits like an almond under feet. Skin is peeling off of us in sheets. I think I see the future when I sleep. And power stations shiver and they weep. They bleed onto the fields and kill the wheat. Sea of clouds is billowing in heat. Oh, harvest comes and babies born with teeth. And skin is peeling off of us in sheets. I think I see the future when I sleep. was not Susie Quattro, so we cannot do my random link. Um, so we were going to save that for next time. That was actually Emmy the Great, so um, we had a bonus Emmy the Great song there. Um, this was Karen and Debs uh, presenting the Quarter Bananas radio show this morning. Uh, next week's show will be with Sean, so do tune in for that from 10 till 11. That program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.